Attention. Attention. This is not a self-help podcast. Where do I even begin? It is kind of hard having to justify, you know, my inconsistence with posting over the last couple months. As much as I don't like to get into the technicalities of things, I do owe you guys an apology and a bit of an explanation. I've always believed that this podcast should be an outlet, an escape, you know, a little bit of fun, a bit of humor, distract ourselves from all of the shit that is happening in the world, you know, especially in the last year or so. I'm not going to get into details, but sometimes really horrible things happen. And there are some people that can just be on all the time, regardless of what happens in their life. That is not the case for me. I know you may think otherwise based off of all the other episodes I've recorded in the past. I'm just someone who goes through shit and can't always be on. So I thought it'd be a better idea to just take a step back rather than come up with content that you guys weren't going to enjoy. Moving forward, the scheduling is going to be a little bit different. I am going to try and be as consistent as I can, upload every Thursday, every week. However, if I'm not in the right mindset, if the episode's not good, and if it's not something that I'm proud of that I think you guys will genuinely enjoy, I will refrain from uploading on this podcast. Still on not dead. I'm just not going to bore you with filler episodes that are just not worth your time. You know, there's nothing worse than people who just post and upload to just be consistent because, you know, everyone tells you if you want to have a successful podcast, if you want to have a a successful social media platform, be consistent. I don't want to see boring, consistent bullshit. I don't believe in that. I don't believe in hustle culture. So with that being said, I would like to introduce you to my guest today from this show I've been watching, especially now that I'm in London. It's called Made in Chelsea. It is a brilliant reality TV show, you know, portraying the glamorous life of very privileged people in London. And I just find it quite fascinating. Without further ado, let's get into the interview. And I thought the best person to have on the show to reboot the podcast would be Maeva from Made in Chelsea. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, lovely she is. Oh, hi, guys. You know, it's so crazy because the first minute that I actually spoke to Maeva, you know, here on Zoom before we started recording, I was like, holy shit, this is so completely different to the Maeva that we see on TV. You are just so, you know, approachable, fun, kind. And I could see that you had those qualities about you, but they seem not to really show that about you on the show. Oh, thank you so much, darling. So you're basically saying that I'm actually not a monster. (laughs) (laughs) But to be fair, if I was on a reality show, I'd probably be portrayed as a monster because I'm outspoken. Yeah. I'm not. You're so right, actually. I'm not going to lie. I come across like very, very moody, very aggressive, very opinionated, which is I'm actually a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I'm obviously like this is a part of my personality. So, yeah, yeah, I can be like that sometimes. Um, But yeah, I am actually nice. I'm actually a kind person. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like a girl's girl. (laughs) You know, you you were sweet. Compliments. You're not just someone who comes in a room and who's like, what's up, bitches? Like, it's just... 
it's quite funny. I, I talk about this a lot on the podcast, how on reality TV show, obviously everything is heightened. They love the drama, but then yeah. because they love those things, they don't portray the people how they normally would be like, you know, in a normal everyday situation, which people don't really understand that well when they watch TV. Yes, completely. I mean, I think I think it's more. Uh, obviously, I can't really say much about it because, um, well, I'm not really allowed to be honest. But I mean, it's more. It's more the fact that you. Um, you need to make you need to make good TV at the end of the day, you know. So um, it's yeah, for them, it's more like it's it's like a balance. You you obviously it's your real emotions. You have to be yourself, and but at the same time, obviously you need to be involved. And sometimes you're gonna you're gonna react in a way that usually you might not to because like the routine in in lives in general. Obviously, you're not gonna be you're not you don't have that much drama. Obviously, but when you're around so many people and so many things are going on, obviously you're gonna have to be a little bit more intense. I would say. So before we get into all my questions with Maeva I have so many I'm actually so intrigued Mm -hmm. by you so I could not be more excited for this episode I do this segment on the podcast every week which is called tip of the week I never told anybody that because I'm such a good friend I would say well for example with COVID and with the lockdown and everything that, that was obviously quite complicated for everyone Mm-hmm. And I think I would say that it was very complicated, complicated for me, especially because I can be like not really healthy sometimes. And I mean, I mean, usually in real life, I'm quite healthy. I, I mean, I'm it's a balance. I'm a half health. Yeah. But what I discovered and what actually really helped me a lot, and it's been weeks now that I'm doing that every morning when I wake up. It's something quite. I think it's something quite common. Like many people, they know that. But this is something I'm trying to stick to it. It's having a, a full glass of a really warm water with lemon in there that I drink before eating anything or even like I drink before going on a walk without having anything in my stomach. And then I just noticed after a few weeks that literally my skin is so much better. Mm -hmm. Wow. So this is something that I really recommend to everyone. Yes. Um, and then otherwise, like it depends, like, like beauty, beauty care. Obviously I always put like what I can say, what I can suggest is I've got really big problems with like, um, water retention. So do I. Oh, it's, it's like literally a nightmare. I'm literally every two days. I can see that my face and my body is very swollen and I always put my skincare in the fridge, like literally all of them. Okay. Um, and it's, it's actually really helpful to me. And as I really suggest to do that, do you put it in like your normal fridge or do you actually have like a mini skincare fridge? Cause I see that some people have like mini fridges for their skincare. <laughs> Yeah, but to be honest, you couldn't really be bothered to buy I that. Get you. So I just yeah, put that right away in the fridge. <laughs> they look a bit weird and they're a bit like they take a bit of place. I used to have one and then I threw it out. I was like, my normal fridge does the job just fine. Like I don't yeah. need the gimmick. Exactly. So I have a little tip of the week. It's more of like a wellness tip. Um, and it's something that I found on Amazon recently because, you know, as we've been spending more time indoors because of lockdown, yeah. you kind of want to make your house the place that makes you feel good and that makes you feel mm-hmm. calm. Now, I know that mm-hmm. we're no longer in lockdown. We'll talk about this in a bit. But, you know, I feel like people are giving more importance to making their home their place of well-being rather than having to go to a spa or go on holiday, etc. Exactly. And 
And mm-hmm. the thing is, I always like to have candles in my house because they make me feel so good. But, you know, in lockdown, I burn them quite a lot and they can get very expensive. And then I'm like literally spending 50 pounds, 80 pounds on candles that are lasting me like a week. And I thought it was a bit stupid. So I found these actually super reasonably priced candles. They're called Woodwick candles on Amazon. They are quite big. And basically when you light them, they have these amazing, luxurious scents that are incredible, but also Mm -hmm. they make the sound of like a crackling fireplace. Nice. It's like the, and they're only like 20 pounds for like a massive candle. And they really do smell like proper expensive ones. And so you light one and they make that little crackling sound. And it's just so soothing and it just makes your house feel like a little chalet in the mountains or whatever. It It makes you feel like you're on holiday. And I thought it was such a good, affordable tip to share with everyone so that they can feel relaxed and good in their house. So there you go. But now we're not in lockdown anymore. Which, by the way, Maeva, I like. Is this the first thing that you're doing when we're officially out of lockdown? Is be on a podcast with me from your house? <laughs> Actually, it's absolutely wonderful, and thank you for that. Uh, thank you for giving me this opportunity because um, because I'm, I was really I was really excited about it. Um, oh, thank but you. in terms in terms of like end of lockdown, I'm not gonna lie, I'm a bit anxious. <laughs> I don't really want to go out. <laughs> really? Do you know what I was saying this to people? I was like, I'm not really bothered about going to a restaurant and stuff. All I want to do is go into a shop and like buy something. But like I'm not bothered about going out yet. Yeah, I think it's like, yeah, I just I was talking to my boyfriend the other night and then um he was telling me, you know that next week, obviously uh, outside areas, bars and restaurants, they're gonna be open. So maybe we should try to book a place. And I said to him, yeah, all right. Like, you know what? Can't be bothered. You want to do it? Yeah, okay. But I just, I'm, I I don't really have the motivation. I know so many people, they're all like, oh my God, this is going to be like, we're going to be alive again. This is going to be amazing. But I think that being around many people, this is my point of view. I get a bit stressed. I'm a yeah. bit stressed. I think I need to go back to this routine step by step because for me, yes. I think it's it's a bit stressful. Yeah, I'm not you, I'm not super. Yeah. Do you get a it. bit? Do you get a bit of social anxiety, generally speaking? Oh God, hundred percent. Yeah, because I feel like you know, with people like us, you know, the reason why I had you on the podcast is because you're very similar to me. Hello. Um, <laughs> with people like us, we're very outspoken and we're very opinionated, and we know how to stand our ground. You know, we're kind of harder people to get close to initially because you know we're mm-hmm. very sure of what we are and what we want to find in a friend, and that gives me a bit of social anxiety. So people think that I would be more like confident and super secure because I am who I am, but actually it makes yes. me feel like I don't really belong in social settings sometimes. Yes, exactly. I, I actually I totally get you because I'm like that too. Do you think that sometimes, you know, you're being a bit abrasive towards other people? Sometimes it comes out of like a defense mechanism and maybe a little bit of nerves. I think, you know what I think? I think is because what I've been through in my life before, I was actually thinking about that the other day because I was watching this um, really good series called uh, Big Little Lies. Okay, I haven't seen it. And you haven't seen it. It's really great. And basically, there's some people there being bullied. And I actually realized that, and I, it's the first time that I actually accept that. I said to myself, you actually used to be bullied when you used to go to school. 
Yeah. And I used to be bullied like for years and years when I was young, like maybe from 11 to 60 uh, to 14 or something like that, mm-hmm. because of my clothes, what I used to wear, because of like, you know, different stuff. And, um, and I realized that at some, then, well, the more I, I grew up and I got older and I, I actually realized that actually I don't really care anymore. So I've been through this horrible stage where being around group of people, school, like things like that. So even like in general now in life, when I'm around too many people, I get a bit frustrated, not frustrated, but I get a bit, a bit, nervous. yeah, a bit, a bit just nervous. Edgy, exactly. Yeah, nervous. On edge, and not that I don't like it because, of course, I'm 28 now, so it's it's a different story. But because of what I've been through now, I know that first of all, I don't care about what people think, so I've got this confidence now. But at the same time, deep down, I feel nervous. Yeah, I'm yes. not gonna lie that because people, many people online, they always say, "Oh, maybe you're so confident." Tell us about that. I am, but also I am actually I'm the opposite as well. Yes, because you're confident in yourself and who you are as a person, but then you go into a social setting and you feel, well, I don't really belong in that setting. Like I don't feel like I'm the same as everyone else. So you can be confident in yourself, but still be a little bit insecure in social settings, which is what I feel a lot of the time. And so, you know, a lot of people, when they meet me, they, they tell me like, you know, I thought you were going to be so horrible. You seem so confident. And it's just, I have this like barrier. I'm like, don't Mm. approach me if you're not going to be an amazing person that's going to really add value to my life. If someone's not going to add value to my life, like I just don't really bother because I've been hurt before like you. And sometimes that comes across as more confident than you actually are. Not a lot of people understand, like London is a city, you know, obviously like my dad is English and I've been in London a lot of my life most of my life but I'm from Geneva and mm-hmm. now I've you know I've moved all across the world but when I came to London it's a very clicky mentality you know I don't know if you've noticed this but even within the different areas it's like there's the Chelsea crowd there's the Northwest mm-hmm. London crowd there's the Essex crowd and it's already kind of segregated that way and so when you come from abroad and then you try and be a part of a of, of a new group of friends it's like you kind of have to go through all these um steps like an audition you know, they put you through all these different challenges and stages to see if you're worthy of being part of that group. Mm, mm. And I feel like that doesn't bring out the best in people. It actually makes me want to punch them in the fucking face. Like it doesn't, yeah. it does not make you feel like you want to be kind to people. Yeah, completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah completely. Sorry, I just <laughs> finished. Um, yeah, completely. Yeah. I mean, just like what you're saying right now, it's just like literally how I felt. And especially with the group of Chelsea, yes. uh, when I started to be around around them, uh, that was that was extremely hard, extremely hard. I mean, well, and also like they just, they don't get you. They don't get your sense of humor. They don't get your mentality. They don't, they don't really understand you. And they don't actually try to understand you, which is very annoying because I am French, but my roots are Italian and Spanish. So obviously, you too? Well, wonderful. We've got so much in common, but I know. Um, but because of that, we are obviously French, Italian, and Spanish people. We obviously, we're very loud. We communicate. We we're like, very expressive. We're very expressive, passionate. 
And English people, they are the total opposite. And yeah, very cold. They are in, in their world. And it's just like, so for me, that was, I was struggling very, very much. And yes. uh, I think the first, first two years, they never really actually really understood, understood me. And it's just, I would say that it's just now, I would say this year that I actually, with the group of Chelsea, uh, for example, they started to get to know me to get to know, to get to know my, my character. And yeah. yeah. And then the, 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 I would say that they're more, a bit more, a bit nicer, I would say. Yeah. But yeah. You've kind of gone through the, the different steps of the, the audition yeah. process. So now it's like, oh, okay. And so let's, you know, rewind for a little bit. What were you doing in life before Made in Chelsea? Like what, you know, did you have a profession? Were you a student? Like, I kind of want to like go back to that first. Yes. Yeah, so I started Made in Chelsea. So I'm, I'm almost 29 now. I started Made in Chelsea two years and a half ago, two, three years ago. And uh, before that, I was living in London, uh, but half London, half France. So, um, and I was working. Yes, yeah, so I was working for... Um, some magazines basically okay. some french magazines uh with my with my mom basically because my parents they they work in publishing okay and i was basically helping in terms of like writing articles and things like that so but i always did like a lot of things at the same time i used to travel a lot before that i was living in in italy then i i lived actually near um geneva as well i was i used to live in um in a ski resort called leger yes 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 so yes it's, lovely. it's like literally an hour from geneva so it's very close i was all the time in geneva and um doing some personal shopper there so i was yeah. I, I i actually did a lot of things like I freelance used to do. creative careers type exactly. of thing do that three same uh, as me also, you do, yeah <laughs> so i i did that for like few years and then i before that i was doing drama school for again two years and a half same then as I me you too <laughs> oh wow yeah well yes so i basically was maiva before before chelsea maiva was was doing absolutely everything and she wasn't living in one country she was traveling everywhere yeah so yeah not very stable, Maeva, I would say. And so, you know, I, I just want to like, you know, go back a little bit so that people understand you and know more about you. Because I feel like that's not something I tried to look for it. And I feel like, you know, they just kind of portrayed you as like, Maeva just showed up, Miles, girl, mm. trying to, you know, be in the crowd, whatever. And I, I was like, there's more to the story. So how did you meet Miles? And how did you actually both end up on the show? So what happened is basically I met Miles six years ago and we've been together for three years Yeah, and we broke up three years ago. So um, I met Miles. I just met, uh, you know what? I can't even actually remember properly. Um, that was, I went to, I think it was like in a party or something like that. I was invited and then he was there and then yeah. we met. And then I was basically, Miles was literally a rebound because before Miles, I was in this really, really serious relationship when I was in France. Yes. And uh that was it ended very 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 badly mm -hmm. and i had to move to a different country which is why i picked um england yeah so i moved to london and then literally straight straight after moving to london i met miles straight away and for me it was the perfect rebound because right. it was it was it was really young but also it was just easy 
Right. And um, and then we just like, I think I'm just very, um, when I meet someone, I kind of like, I'm not this girl where, you know, like I go out and then I can, you know, like the one night stand thing, like it's just so not me. It's right. like when I meet someone, then I stay with the person for, for ages. Um, so I considered Miles as a ribbon for a long time. And then I don't know, I just got then we just got together, you know, then, you and then you know how yeah. we got close and then, yeah. And then we, we, we actually, we, yeah. Then we've been in a proper relationship. Um, and so and he, he, you didn't meet him in France. You met him in London. No, I met, I met him in London. Yes. Right. I met him in London. Yeah. Because yeah, of course he's half French as well. Yeah, so why is his uh, English so good? Like, did he live in France? Was he always in London? Like, his background is not like yours where you just like moved out of France being a bit older. Like he, he sounds very English to me. Yes. Well, his mom is, um, is, a is full English. Okay. And obviously always used to live in England. So I guess it's probably because of that, that his English is, um, apparently really good. I mean, from my boyfriend's point of view, apparently his English is not that good. It's not, he makes a lot of mistakes. I've actually <laughs> noticed. what he said to me. Exactly. Yeah. He pronounces <laughs> words funny and he makes a shit ton of like grammar mistakes. I have noticed that. Really? And yeah. I never noticed that though. No, I notice a lot, but like on the surface, he sounds quite English, but you can tell that he's not. Yeah, but that's probably, yeah, because of that. Yeah, because his dad is not, he's not English, his dad is French. Um, and then, yeah, and sorry, I just, I I, I lost it. What was the second question? Oh yeah, and why, why Chelsea? Yes. Yes. Uh, so Chelsea basically, so very simple, um, he basically, before we broke up, he actually, uh, he did things behind my back and he, he contacted probably the producers or I don't know how, how this thing happened exactly, but basically was going on the show and I never knew about it. Okay. And uh, then we broke up and then a month after we broke up, I actually officially knew that it was on the show. Mm-hmm. So we both knew the show before. We both used to watch Made in Chelsea. We both right. uh, liked it. And then he got on the show. I had to go through my breakup. I was really bad. And uh, the producers, they contacted me several times and I kept saying no to them because it was just way too fresh and I didn't want to have anything to do with him. Right. And and then I think it was just like six, seven months after the breakup, they contacted me once again, made in Chelsea. And I just, I don't know actually why, but this time I said yes. And I said, why not? That would be a good opportunity. Yeah. And, and then, yeah, who knows what can happen. But yeah, I've decided to, but basically to come on the show and it was already on the, on the show and it was not really, it was not really good. <laughs> I mean, but, yeah. no, I thoroughly enjoyed watching you on the show. I have to say, I hate on a lot of people on this podcast because I just, I know that if I was on reality TV, I'd be the most hated person on the reality TV show. For that reason, I just watched and I I watch and I love to critique. I find it so fascinating to critique people yeah. on reality TV. Yeah. Okay, yeah. let's not lie. Yeah. I am obsessed with you and James, but like, I'm not trying to, su- to like suck up to you because, you know, I'll be honest with you, like, 
I actually quite like Sophie Herman. Maybe you'll change my opinion on her once oh we finish. Oh, God, don't say that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, okay. But no, I'm, I'm not sucking up no, to worry. you. But no, I, am, I am genuinely obsessed with you and James. I think that James is the most gorgeous person. Like, and he's classy. Like, Miles, I get a bit more like tacky vibes from him. Yes. No, but no offense. Like, he's a great, <laughs> right. he's a great looking guy. But I'm just like, you know, I, you look at just like that girl, Tiffany or whatever her name is was like you know I don't really see you as like boyfriend material that's kind of how I look at him and then when I look at James I'm like whoa perfect like full package lovely mature he's so mature for his age he is very very mature but I think he's actually very mature now because he's with me yeah (laughs) so you mean (laughs) I may I I make him very mature no no it's not true he always been he always been like that but I would say that the fact that we've we're together now. And the fact that I'm a bit older, yes. I think we just like, he, he actually is actually more himself. And the real James is actually a really mature person. And I've together, always seen just, that I he was quite team. mature. I've always seen that he's yeah. quite mature. Like, you know, he's very forward. He's like, this is what I want. This is what I want to do. There's no like, oh, maybe this, maybe that. No, like I, exactly. I like a confident, sure of himself guy. And I thought that yeah. he was really like, and he's super good looking. Um, and he's <laughs> just so nice and well-spoken. So I have a question about this. So I'm not really someone who would j- uh, judge the age situation and things like that, because I think that it's completely okay to date someone a bit younger, a bit older, like whatever floats your boat. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're you're obviously almost 29. I'm 32. Don't worry about about it. I'm not. Oh, sh- age- you don't look 32 though. Oh, thank you. No, but I'm not age shaming you at all because I'm 32 yeah. and I'm like, I don't want to fucking date a guy and you know it being bullshit. Like I'm also kind of like wanting to settle down. Um, does it make you a bit nervous that maybe you know he's a bit younger and he may like? Do, have you discussed things like this? Like, are you in a phase of life where you would want to build something with someone, or is it something that you're not nervous about at all? Well, we talk about that all all the time, and even more right now. Yeah, because well, we're living we're living together and everything. And he knows he knows that yes, I'm turning 29 soon. And obviously, I always been like that. I've always been like very into commitments. Yeah, and yeah. I'm kind of like yeah, I'm this type of girl. I need that in my life as well to see like to project myself for the future and everything. And need to know where I'm going with a person and if he can actually not promise promise me, but to guarantee more or less that he can actually give that to me. That's something that he uh, wants as well. Yeah. Yes, but he wants that as well. But obviously I never, I never talk to him in a pressure way. Like I want to be married. I want to do that. And if not, then I will leave you. You know, I'm not, I'm not this girl, but yes, obviously he knows what I want. Yes. And, and despite, yeah, despite the fact that he's, he's, he's a bit younger than me, I'm, I'm very, I, I've been very surprised that he's actually on the same page. He's actually on the same page. And I realized something uh, that the age and the maturity, that's two different things. And it doesn't mean anything. It's not because he's 26 that he's not mature and he's not ready to do yeah. serious things in life, you know? So Yes. And 26 is not like 22. Like some no. guys like to settle down at 26. I don't really care about the age. I'd rather be with someone who wants to be with me than with someone who yeah. wants to just get married because it's the right phase of his life type of thing of course do you know what i mean james is like another fucking level oh well, another fucking you. level i'm gonna tell him that i it's it's even scary because i say that to myself almost every day 
and I'm like how lucky I am because I've been through so much shit in my life in terms of like ex-boyfriends that now being with James, it's who knows what's going to happen, but it's the first time I actually feel that he is actually the one, the right person. And, and is just, is, is just, uh, it's just wonderful. It's wonderful. Is is literally is he's got he's got everything for himself. To yes. be honest, yes, maybe he's not perfect because nobody is perfect, but is is pretty much perfect for me. And every day I'm like, oh my god, this is my boyfriend, and I actually love him, and I want to protect him. I want to protect our relationship, and I want to do everything to make us stronger and happy. And yeah, sometimes it's a bit stressful. But yeah, guys are fucking annoying. But like, does he realize how lucky he is, though? I just want to know that. Well, I don't know. I guess I don't know. I just I don't like to talk about that. Let me get him on here and grill him. I'm going to grill him like I need I need him to know. Like, seriously, he he is. I think he is because he he keeps saying those things to me as well. And he makes me happy. What is the nicest gesture he's ever made for you? Like, I like a guy. Who does gestures? Gestures are so important to me. I think it's more like uh, what I see. It's um, it's more like not not what he says to me because what he says to me is obviously very lovely and the I love you and in this and that and blah blah blah. It's yeah. obviously lovely, but it's more like um, the, what's going on every day. What I'm going through every day with him is always him talking about the future, him being invested in like for example like committed with like for example like eventually buying a house next year you can see that the guy is just like is building his life around you and he's making things is making things going on you know what I mean I don't know if I make sense yeah no that makes sense is just basically what he does and it can be like anything as well like you always think about me in terms of makes you a priority he makes me a priority exactly basically yes to make it shorter this is what he does that's amazing. Yeah, I feel like everyday little gestures are better than one massive gesture at once in a blue moon. Like I like it when the guy is consistent with his small little gestures exactly. and everything that he does. Yeah, completely. And I don't even believe in that. Like the guy, like one day is going to come, he's going to show up with flowers and he's going to be all, uh, oh, you're the love of my life and blah, blah, blah. And then you you will see that for like two, three weeks, he's going to send nothing else because, you know, like he has done the big gesture. So now it's kind of like, it's a relief now for him. Yes. So he just doesn't really care at the end of the day and this is so like full of crap I hate that and I just prefer like I prefer James not giving me flowers to be honest but at least showing me that he actually is working on on us on our relationship basically I feel like Miles is the big gesture once in a blue moon guy like he sucks sucks for three months and then one day he's like big gesture to keep you and then he sucks for two months exactly he's he's (laughs) exactly this type of guy plus the fact that he's also very young in his head, so yeah. he's not helping. So it's just, um, yeah, it's not. <laughs> it, it's not. So okay, let's talk about <laughs> Sophie Herman for a bit, okay? Best mm-hmm. fight I've seen on English reality TV. Fucking epic! Like on honestly, I know you hate the girl, but you have to admit that that was an epic scene. <laughs> just that was yes, that was yeah, that was pretty pretty intense. 
Yeah, very, very intense. Yeah, it was really great to watch. Like, sorry, I know it's not a funny (laughs) situation, but I just it was. I I think I like rewind. Like, I rewatched it so many times because I just thought it was amazing. I want to know how much money would someone have to pay you to go on holiday with Sophie Herman for a week? Oh Christ! You know what? I think in this case, I don't care about the money. You wouldn't go. I wouldn't go. Even if someone said five million pounds. No, mm, hold on. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Uh, for a week, just a week, just a and week. Do I have to be 24 seven with her? Yeah, like you guys have to sunbathe together. <laughs> you have to have dinner together, like a girls' holiday for a week. You know what? I'm not into. No, I don't care about the money. <laughs> five million. You'd say uh, no to five million pounds. I would say no to five million pounds. I know this is terrible, right? And it's probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous when you think about it, but I would say no. What is it that makes you feel like, yeah. Yeah, the way she makes me feel is just like, that would attack my, literally my nerves and my energy and my mental to spend a week with her. So to be honest, money is not that important at the end of the day. Right. She would literally destroy my health. <laughs> so Why? No like, what is it about her that's so destructive to your health? Like, can you explain it for us who can't really see what's going on on TV? Like, how toxic is she to your to your mental health? You know, I think it's just I'm not gonna. F- I'm uh, I'm kind of done talking about her because it's been yeah. weeks and weeks. But yeah. for you to know, it's basically well. First of all, we are two different persons and yes. I don't understand her mentality I don't understand the way she is the way she speaks the way she sees things about about everything about she's so into money she's so into herself she's so into those things that I'm not and even if obviously I, I love luxury life I'm not gonna lie yeah uh, who doesn't uh but at the same time she's just she's her level is way too it's just too much it's just it gets to the point where it's like ridiculous and being around her for weeks and weeks and weeks I get very sensitive and I I lose quite quickly my temper yeah so if someone is acting quite badly around me I would literally like lose my temper in one second and with her it has been very complicated so it's all about it's all about her you know like when you just don't get on with someone like you don't you can't really explain but she has been also on top of that she has been really 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 rude to me and um this didn't help the situation at all so no so to herman is a no a big no (laughs) That's so funny because I watch her and I find her quite enjoyable to watch. But like, obviously, I don't. Yeah, but you're right. She's definitely interesting to watch because she's got this personality where obviously it's not boring to watch Sophia Herman because she has this way of. Yeah, of course. And I find that about you as well. But, you know, to me, like, you know, you say you're two very different people and you have very different values. But for me, when I watch the show, I'm like, yeah, the two foreign girls that are outspoken. And to me, it would have been such a cool thing to watch you guys actually get on um, because you guys could have actually made like a really fucking funny duo on reality TV. But sometimes people just clash. Yeah, the problem is, you know, like I've got principles and she's, we've got some similarities. I think we've, we might have some few things in common because, yeah, she's a foreigner and obviously like we kind of understand a little bit each other in terms of like, you know, origins wise. I mean, okay, she's German, I'm French, but you know, it's kind of like 
Yeah. It's not German people and French people are not really the different. Same. Oh, yes. Yeah, they're very different. Oh, no. I think. no, I mean, they're different, but at the same time, like she's, I think she knows a lot. Like she has been, I think she has been traveling, traveling a lot. She knows quite well French people. She knows quite well Italian people as well. Yeah. So she's, uh, she kind of like understand me compared to like, for example, some English people. Yeah. I would say. But in a way, she's, she's way she's just way too intense like she's she thinks she's the queen of england and she can treat people like shit and right. this is something that i don't accept because despite the fact that i'm very i can be very bitchy very big mouth i've got principles and i and i and i care about people yes and yes. i there's certain things that makes us completely different and there's things that i just can't stand about her behavior right so it's just not it just kind of work you know totally i um two favorite things of mine that you've done was number one uh, earlier on on the show some girl I can't remember who she was she was probably super irrelevant I think it was James's ex-girlfriend or whatever was like why are you doing this to Miles and James I care about them and then you were like why the fuck do you care about my life like that's exactly how I feel with London girls they always need to know everything they need to know why you do certain things and sometimes you have your own reasons and sometimes it's not exactly what it looks like and I love that instead of trying to explain yourself to her you were like why the fuck do you care that's my favorite thing you've done second favorite thing you've done the shade that you threw on Instagram stories about Sophie and you were like talking about like how she's got a fake nose and a fake oh, yeah yeah I got I got a bit told off about that why mm. yeah with from the producers obviously because I wasn't really about basically she was bullying me the day before and she was posting things she she went on a live with Miles and Julius and Fred and yeah. they were saying horrible things about me yeah and usually I don't say anything and I just rise above it I just ignore it and then that day I really couldn't help it so I had to post it back and say that it was absolutely pathetic from them to to keep saying those things and they just have to move on now because being obsessed obsessed with me is like fine thank you but at the same time it's really annoying yeah and uh and yes and then I did this question answers where obviously people ask me questions about her and then I just I've been very sarcastic and very um Mm, very very dark I liked about it. her and obviously I wasn't really allowed to do it so basically she did things that she wasn't allowed to do and I did things I wasn't allowed to do so right. we just kind of like we can't do that anymore <laughs> you can't what triggered much. you to like act this way that you, you know in the way that you wouldn't have you said that usually you rise above it why this time were you like fuck it I'm just not gonna rise above it because, because that was genuinely bullying yeah and and this affected me yeah, usually it doesn't affect me exactly so usually it doesn't affect me that day that affected me and she kind of made me feel like crap yes and I didn't really like it so I I felt that I had to say something fair you know when we see you on Made in Chelsea we see you mostly with James um I kind of want to know like who are your favorite cast members except for James obviously I want to know who you now have like nice relationships with like outside the show because we don't really see it that much on camera no, we don't really see that. Uh, I would say that I got um, last series. I got quite close to um, to leave uh, leave Bentley. I love Liv Bentley. Yeah, she's she's very uh, she's very lovely. Yeah. Um, she's um, yeah, she's lovely. I, j- I just started to get to know her a little bit better, and I just realized that she was uh, actually pretty. We we're quite similar, me and her. 
mm-hmm. about certain stuff. But she's uh, yeah, she's lovely. Tristan as well. Obviously, Tristan is is a really good friend of James. Um, yeah. Same thing as Liv. I started to get to know him a bit better. He's a lovely guy. Yes. Um, Ruby, Ruby and Rez. Yeah. Mm, are lovely pe- people too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, then it depends. I was quite close to Teeth. Now we don't talk to each other. Okay. Uh, don't ask me why, because I don't even know myself. Okay. <laughs> so it's a bit, you know, it's always like, it's kind of like waves, you know, it's like ups and yes. downs every time. Do you but... feel like it's waves because of the show or is it waves because of you two as people? I think it's just, um, it's, I think it's just us two as people. Yes. Okay. Um, and so it's quite funny because James and Tristan didn't really get on when he was going out with that girl who don't really like her, to be honest. I can't even remember her name because she's so... Verity. <sighs> <laughs> yeah Verity but Verity is again another story but yeah. <laughs> it's just a little too can I share my opinion about the situation yeah. it's just a little too nicey and like I just want to do the best no no <laughs> you don't want the best you're not no. peace and love you're not dance like no one's watching you know the people that have quote, like, dance like no one's watching you're not yeah. that you're annoying you're selfish and she's a bit like it's intrigante how we say in French Intrigante, yes. Yeah, yeah, she is. Intrigante. People are not going to understand because we, you know, we have that like French thing. Okay. Sorry, everyone. Goodbye. Intrigue? How do you say in no, English? No, um, I, I don't know the exact term for it in English because yeah. I don't think there is one. But you, yeah, know, maybe not. you know, these people that are just a little bit slightly malicious, a bit malicious. Like, yeah. She comes across super like sweet with a sweet voice. And then there's always a bit of like an agenda with her. Yeah, completely. Exactly. And it really bugs me. And I, you know, I'm a podcaster. I want to have loads of people on the podcast, but I got to call it when I see it. She really bugs me. (laughs) 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 Really bugs me. She needs a new hairstyle. She needs a new stylist. She needs everything. You're excellent. <laughs> yeah. I could give you my whole commentary. Like I have <laughs> I have something nasty to say about everyone. Give me someone. <laughs> no, we all the same at the end of the day. We know, you know, like we're all like uh we all have our worst first impression as well, you know. Like I just want Hab's face to move a little <laughs> bit more. <laughs> Um, she's pretty, but I just need her face to move, you know, um, who else have we got? I mean, literally everyone. I want Sophie Herman to stop wearing so many hair extensions and I need her hair to be a little bit more smooth for someone who's always put together. The hair hair is very dry. hair is very dry. Um, I need Tristan to get rid of that stupid necklace. That's very tacky. I don't like it. Um, there's just so many things that are bugging me, you know? Yeah. (laughs) This is all superficial things, but like they're so funny to comment on. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You know, back in the day, I was like, I really need Maeva to give her like to get a haircut and get like a really. And now you've done it, so I can't say anything about that. Oh um, yeah, when I really don't like it though, so never just like now it has to grow. <laughs> yeah, you don't like it, but I didn't. I didn't love the curls. I like it when it's like straight and like super, because then you can yeah. see your face. Yeah, he is a bit more structure. Structure. I like a bit more structure because I think like you yeah. have these like amazing eyes. So like the, the structure just brings out the eyes. I don't know. I just, I'm very specific. Thank you. Yeah, I can see that. But I like it. I like it because you, re- you remind me of myself a lot. Yeah. I like to critique, but I don't do better myself. So I'm a hypocrite, yeah, you know, same, same. <laughs> it's all about yeah. hypocrisy. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Well. Before we wrap this up, I just have a 
couple of quick ones. Dream mm-hmm. wedding and dream honeymoon. Oh wow. Uh, let's let's put this out there so that if James listens, he yeah. knows. <laughs> yeah, okay, perfect. So let's do that. Uh, dream <laughs> wedding. How dream wedding? Okay, I would say I would say in Italy, Portofino. That would be my dream. Great choice. Big or yeah. small? Uh, not big, big, but not small, small. So I would say like, like 80 people. Is it big or is it small? It's small, but like a good, like fun, um, intimate, but like still loads of fun. Yeah. 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 So I would say this amount of people. Yeah. And then um, honeymoon. Oh, that's a good one. I don't know. I would say, oh, I would go back to Mauritius Island. Mm-hmm. So you want the relaxing, beautiful sand yes. beach, like lovely, lovely, yeah. lovely. Yeah, I would say that. That's amazing. Well, Meva, it was so good to have you on the podcast. Literally obsessed with you on TV. I hope to see you a lot more on the seasons because I feel like we don't see you enough. So maybe if production <laughs> listens, take notes. Okay. Thank you, Diane. You're absolutely lovely. But don't worry, you will see. I'm not going to tell you anything about it, but this I've got, I've got pretty good episodes coming quite soon and it's it's quite like it's it's quite fun you'll see by yourself (laughs) very very excited about it can you tell everyone where they can find you on social yes so guys pretty simple if you want to find me on instagram so you just type maeva daskenyo and uh this is my instagram and then otherwise i don't really have any other platforms so just focus on instagram if you want to find a lot of of information about me (laughs) lovely thank you so so much go enjoy the end of lockdown you too (laughs) 